Chris. The time this releases, Merry Christmas Eve to you. Merry Christmas Eve, Dominic. Merry Christmas Eve, man. A year in review, huh? A year in review. I guess it's for the, yeah, a year, damn. Well, we started the podcast, we, we talked about the podcast, what month was that? June? September. September, okay. I was August, yes, uh, end of August, early September. Uh, and Okay, and then we did the, that's what, like our first talk that we had about it, right? Yeah, it was the first talk. Yep, it was the first talk in in uh, Dubay's office. When we were doing like some accountability stuff. Yeah, we said if it comes to fruition by the first of the year, great. Yeah, more so like you know late January, early February. Mm-hmm. And now we're five episodes released, six episodes deep. Mm-hmm. Really, a couple more though, because we filmed a couple beforehand. As like you know, we were talking beforehand. Uh, with hash and stuff like that, and Matt Luptak, that were just yeah. terrible. Yeah, as far as like you know, <laughs> audio and setup and everything. So you didn't look too good. Yeah, no, no, but um, but yeah, man, it's crazy looking back over the past couple months. Just, I think obviously it, it's attributed one towards us, but two, I mean, you know, Liberty Home Mortgage has supported us a ton as far as a ton. audio equipment, um, our team being able to help us put everything out in the content. So it's been great stuff, man. Been Absolutely, stuff. nothing shy of grateful. So we've had great guests on right and they've all given and we kind of end every podcast with hey give us some advice you know um hopefully some of our viewers have taken that advice down or implemented some some facile or um, facet in their life um you know i know i have a little bit not every single thing Mm -hmm. but i'm just curious like have you taken anything and and started implementing it yeah 100 percent. i mean obviously the there's things you could take from every single individual and things I have taken from every single individual. I think where you can get easily caught up though. And you know, it's, it's almost like with the Zach Buckeye, it's throwing the kitchen sink at it. My diet starts Monday. I'm going to work out. I'm going to do my cardio. I'm going to hit the weights. I'm going to eat clean. I'm going to drink water. I'm going to cut alcohol, cut the shit, whatever this and that, right? Sleep earlier. Well, you throw all facets at it. You kind of get bogged down. Your mind starts going crazy. This and that you go zero to 100. You're more likely than not by Wednesday on that week to kind of fall back into your simple habits. So though I have taken things from individuals, there's only so few that I'm actually focusing on. Mm-hmm. You know, I would say, honestly, we haven't had him on yet. We're gonna, uh, Matt Loptak, that's who was supposed to be this week. Um, we'll have, we'll reschedule him probably sometime in March, April, probably April, mm-hmm. we'll probably April on just cause we're booked up. But nonetheless, him and Julius, I think, um, I'm taking the most from just as far as with communication stuff. That's the stuff that I'm really working on with my clients, with the borrowers, with people, with myself is just more so honing in on like the Ford family, occupation, recreation, dreams, working on um, owning the conversation by asking questions. Mm-hmm. So of course there's tons of things you could take from each and every single individual and guest that we've had on. But again, I'm not allowing myself to get bogged down by saying, okay, I got to implement something Matt Harris said. I got to implement what, um, Buckeye said, I have to implement something Mike and Corvaya said, because then it's like my head starts to spin. Yeah. So gotta do overload. Like, yeah. It's information overload. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So what about yourself? How do you, how do you feel or what's your response towards uh, that? I really, so Marcus was the big, bigger one for me personally, because his thing was get a coach and whatever that looks like to you, just be able to have someone to help you hold accountable. Like I have you, that's one fast in my life that's checked off the list, but fitness right i may i i can go to the gym and i can work out hard and everything and 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 be able to push my body but you lack accountability 
over time. You know what I mean? So some days it's like, ah, oh, man, I kind of want to sleep in a little bit. Well, now I got, you know, I'm working out, you know, the CrossFit gym now and it holds me accountable. So now I get all my workouts in all the time. Right. So, and I've told you before, like I have a German tutor now cause I've, you know, I've been studying German for the last couple of years, but I've never stayed committed to it. So I'm like, dude, I have the money. I'm just going to spend it. I'm going to go ahead and get a coach, get a mentor, just go ahead and help me with that. So that was like a big thing that I took from Marcus was like, damn, like even you can't be the person that just thinks they know everything. You have to be able to have someone that watches it, you know, your, your, your blind spots for you mm-hmm. and hold, hold you to that standard. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. I also like Matt Harris, um, being proactive rather than reactive mm-hmm. that, that stands out to me just like, you know, you want to be prudent in every situation. Like you don't think about, um, you want to think about what's happening in the next couple months, how you're preparing for those events, mm-hmm. no matter what it is. So being proactive, proactive, like for him, hiring editors and hiring people to film rather than, oh, a bunch of work's going to come in. Now I have to scramble and find a bunch of, you know, people to fill those positions. Mm-hmm. So a lot of that stuff was good. Mm-hmm. And Corvaya branding, you know, you can never go wrong there. Yeah. So right. it's all stuff that I think adds to. And that's where I think sometimes I get bogged down in this the line of work that we do or just like overwhelmed or stressed is like people don't understand in our business it's different than just walking in somewhere and selling them a life insurance policy or selling them an auto policy or oh selling them the pen at the like there is so much that goes into our job there is so 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 much that that goes into it i mean you could break down multiple habits that you could implement on a day-to-day basis or a weekly basis stretched out for just your marketing you could you could break down so many specific things as far as your networking and reaching out to specific people and the different it's a types business. of people that you could you, reach like, out to. You're an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and you're running a business. Mm-hmm. Even though has, you know we're getting paid by Liberty Home Mortgage, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, dude, is it? Because you really are marketing on your own, getting your inbound leads, staying up with you know all the uh, market trends. I mean, you are running your own business. You're running your own business. Mm-hmm. You know. undoubtedly, man. And that's, that's the thing too, is making sure that I think it's, you know, a a year in review, I'm looking back at what worked for me, what didn't work for me, even with the hours worked, the amount of calls made, who it is I called, the kind of work I did, um, how my conversations were, um, you know, deals referred in versus not referred in, why that had to happen. I'm just looking at all of that and thinking, okay, What's to take out of it that was truly effective? And then how can I implement that stuff moving forward? Because the last thing I want to do is get caught up spinning my wheels in certain things that are just things I'm checking off to say, oh, I did it. And now it's part of my daily habits when in actuality, it's ineffective and just a time waster. You think it's like false confidence, like building false confidence almost? What do you mean by that? Mm, I don't know. Just you're saying, oh, I'm, you know, here are the things that I need to do for my daily habits. I'm checking them off and now I feel really good about my yeah, day. Yeah, it can. Yeah, 100%. 100%. It's like fake busy work, you know? You yeah, just, that's a good name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm just. So you're just taking what you've learned. Hey, 2021, are you like writing these down or is it more just self-talk or what is it? Yeah, a lot of self-talk. I mean, the writing will come, you know, the writing will come. Obviously, when I have those sessions with myself, you know, early in the morning or like on the weekend or this and that when it's a little slower for me. Uh, certainly, it's more of a reflective time for myself around this time of year mm-hmm. um, where I do think a lot about um, just like business in itself, a year in review, you know, the world, there's a lot of craziness going on. Just like how- A lot of craziness. A lot of craziness. Holy and, shit. and just like how, um, honestly, moving forward, I can, only, I can repeat it, but also 
do it at a level where um, I'm attaining more peace as I go as well. You know, because that's the thing too is I'm not tr- I'm I'm ensuring that I'm not getting caught up in just like the business aspect of everything, but also making sure that these habits are contributing to me overall as a person. Because liberty could be here today, gone tomorrow. My interest in mortgage and wanting to do mortgages can be here today, gone tomorrow. But at the end of the day, I want to make sure that as a person, a successful person, I could step into any line of work and have the habits. You could that you allow can. me. Yeah. To do, you know, to, to move forward in even that industry and mm-hmm. find success. I don't, know? Dominic, there's no, there's, I mean, unless it's specialization, like being a doctor or something, I'm pretty sure you could jump into pretty much anything. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be fine. 100%. Confident um, about that. But, but it's a very, it's a, it's a, we're our own biggest critics, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm not saying I'm being hard on myself in that, like, I don't think I do anything. But I'm just saying it, that's what I'm focusing on. I'm yeah. not looking at okay. You got to be self-critical. How can I? How can I go and make over three hundred thousand dollars again? I'm not looking at that. I, the, to me, the making money of it aspect is it's gone. Is, is easy. Yeah, yeah. It, it just because I because I know that the money comes from what it is I show up and do. So let me refine what it is I show up and do, versus oh I'm gonna go make five hundred thousand dollars this year. Mm-hmm. Well, like, okay, maybe that will maybe that'll be a byproduct of something new that I implement. So maybe the goal is, okay, hey, I want to make X amount of dollars again this year. Mm-hmm. Well, then let me reverse engineer and work back to, okay, well, this year I did this and made this. Okay, I'm going to keep that in there. Well, I did this, and I don't really think it contributed towards that, so let me pull that out. Okay, what can I slip yeah. in there as a new habit? 2021 you know? was definitely a lot of, I mean. Yeah, what do you think? Give me your thoughts about the year. I mean, it, just in all, like personal, well, I mean, business I mean, stuff, business aside. How's Chris Doyle this year? Good, Chris Doyle's good. Chris Doyle's really good. Um, but I, I'd be, I would be like that way if I had a shit year or a great year. You know, one hundred percent. You're very even temperament. That's I, I try. I just, you. dude, I just want to be happy. Like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like I don't really care. Like I don't care. Like you can mock me. You can, you know, say that, say whatever you want about me. Like, or if I'm having a really bad day, like I just try not to let things affect me too mm-hmm. much. And maybe. I don't know if it's me. I don't want people to think that there is an immaturity level to it, you know, because, oh, like something serious happens, like, oh, like, you know, whatever. I, it's not like not, I care, obviously. Sure. But um, life is too short to be able to be too serious about things, mm-hmm. you know, like I don't want to live my whole life where I'm just like, because I could be if I wanted to, if I wanted to be, I could be very serious about every single action that I do. But like, there's no. F- I mean, it's not. You don't want to. Ha- you don't want to put that pressure on me. yourself. It's not me. You know. Yeah. Um. I don't know. There was a lot of uncontrollable things this year, mm-hmm. just like every year. Mm-hmm. I mean, you still have. I mean, dude, that's one one thing. I'll be honest. It kind of makes me nervous. Is going into 2022 is obviously with the pandemic and COVID and everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so for our viewers, explain like what the major adversity was for us in our industry at the beginning of this year, first and second quarter. That sure. could be a huge issue going into the first and second quarter of 2022. I mean, there there are a multitude of different there are a multitude of different things that contribute to a decrease in overall buyer interest to purchase a home. So number one, for anyone watching, we Liberty Home Mortgage, our bread and butter is purchases. We do very well in purchases. We close quickly. We have, you know, without giving too much of a soft sale there, mm-hmm. we, we have we close quickly. We're great customer service, good pricing, nine yards, right? Let me ask you real quick. Let me stop you real quick. Why did you emphasize we're a purchase-driven shop? Like, what, what else is out there, and why did our CEO decide to take it this route? Sure. So we're purchase-oriented because no matter what happens in the market, 
people are going to purchase homes. That's right. You have in economics, you talk about substitutes, right? Like, oh, if I don't want to buy ham, okay, what's a substitute for that? It's chicken. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, what's the next best thing? Well, when you when you're talking about like your living, like where you're going to live, you only have so many substitutes. Mm-hmm. You can live with your parent, like we'll we'll say family. You live with your family. You could rent, buy a home. This is all assuming you know you're. 20 a little over 20 years old okay mm-hmm. so you have really really i don't know any other options maybe you're in the military mm-hmm. or something right so live with your parent live with family uh rent or buy home well rent is super high right mm-hmm. so people do not want to be able to be in a crammed room plus with covid people don't really like the one to two bedroom apartment apartments anymore people want more space because you're thinking about it oh i can work from home now well i don't want to work from home if i have to stay in my my room the whole day or one right. office so people are like well okay well i want to buy a home now because instead my company's based out in i don't know bergen county new jersey but mm-hmm. i can go to west virginia if i want to and have like six acres save a ton of money well that's going to increase you know overall demand so there's a ton of demand but there's not enough housing you know so there are a lot of different factors we were already going into an industry we were already going into a market um, last year with a bunch of pent up demand because millennials make up the biggest home buyer um, demographic mm-hmm. and already not a lot of inventory. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of put all of these factors together. People, you know, they don't want to pay high rents. Millennials are moving out of their parents' homes. Um, and now you're, you know, with COVID people can work from home. Businesses are like, well, we can, we can easily sustain profit by having, you know, 20 or 30% of our workforce work from home. Mm-hmm. You can work remote, go mm-hmm. I, dude, go buy a condo in Florida and you can, you know, write code all day. So, mm-hmm. and everybody sees this. I mean, look at all the commercial for sale signs up or for rent or this and that. Exactly. You, I mean, drive down any main road in any city, Rockside, so, Center Street and Manor. But back see it. So to your question, I know there's a little bit of an elongated question. We're mm-hmm. purchase oriented because there's no roller coasters. Mm-hmm. Refinances. I mean, you've heard a lot of companies where, hey, we're, you know, 2020 when uh, the Fed drop rate, the rate, right? And all these companies like Quicken just made a ton of money because they were all getting the, you know, the, the easy, the easy um, uh, buyer there, the mm-hmm. borrower there. Mm-hmm. So everyone, everyone in the mother's refinancing. Everybody did. But now rates are going up and they're going to go up, you know, probably Q1, end of Q1, 2022, where your refinances, mm-hmm. nowhere. Unless, you, unless you're in a position where you need to take cash out. Unless you're you have to refi out. somebody off the loan. But if you're doing a, a if you're doing a rate and term, which is basically you're taking yeah. your current mortgage and you want to drop the rate, or mm-hmm. you want to go from a thirty year to a fifteen year, mm-hmm. whatever it may be, you're not going to have a net tangible benefit. It might not be there. Yeah, the NTB might not be there. So that's, that's why right. we do purchases because it's just listen. We're not chasing the big money. Like yes, could you make a million dollars in a year doing only refis when the market's hot? Absolutely, you can. But can you do that over a long period of time? So it's a more sustainable model. That's why Hash chose it. Exactly. It's way more sustainable. Right. So, Chris, remind our viewers again who it is we are and what we do. Hey, guys. Both Dominic and I are loan officers here at Liberty Home Mortgage. So if you or anyone you know is looking to purchase or refinance a home, please email us at the Elevate Clee podcast at gmail.com. Subject line, looking to purchase or refinance a home. Email's in the description. So then going back to now that people have obviously some context around 
what it is we kind of faced earlier in this year and really throughout this year. I mean, I know even like on the back half, it didn't seem like that so much. At least it didn't for me. I was closing a lot of loans. So, yeah. Averaging a good amount, made good money this year. Um, more than last year, where last year was like, I mean, I talked with LOs now. I was talking with Terrence yesterday for an hour, one of our LOs downstairs. And he, uh, we were talking about, if you put out five pre-approvals on a Friday, you had two contracts in on Monday. Like undoubtedly almost every Are you weekend. 2020? Last year during the pandemic. That's correct. I was, I yeah, after April 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really it, revved up. Well, because we, we locked down mid-March. It was, no, so it was like. Right? Yeah, it was mid-March. It was, the, it was like the second, was it the second week of February or March? Or that first no, week No, it was definitely March because I was going to go to the, I was going to go to um, the uh, state tournament. Okay. The state wrestling tournament. That's right. And I couldn't go mm-hmm. because they were locking down. So they, they shut it, they shut it down. Down know? in Columbus, mm-hmm. right? And that's when they were starting to cancel everything. And then we had our scare as a company, April. And then May, yes. and then June, we turned around, and I want to say had the biggest that, that biggest was, month as a company ever. It was either it was June definitely or July. June. No, it was okay, June. It was, it was June. definitely June. Yeah. yeah, and then June, honestly, the it kind of went up until early twenty one. It really did. You know, it really did. And that's when I think. Yeah. Um, I, that's when I think I would say March of this year, April of this year, is when things started to settle a little bit. Now yep. it's now it's hey, I get five pre approvals on a Friday. I uh, maybe I may get one contract now. Maybe. You know what I mean? Maybe you'll certainly have offers, in, but you'll have well, lost mul- it to you know someone of seven other. And that's offers, the thing you know? we're always struggling with is the yeah. multiple offer situations, mm-hmm. cash buyers, and everything. That's right. So I, I guess my question to you then, Chris, would be, if that's our adversity, and any of our viewers are going to face adversity in any business that it is they're in right now, I don't care if they're an employee, a ten ninety nine contractor, or their commission, right? Um, how do you, what was your mindset throughout this year as, as far as what's controllable, what's not controllable, what to focus on, and maybe other key things that allowed you to still have a year where you felt like you came out on top of this adversity that you faced? Yeah, I, I mean, very good question. Um, I mean, in life, there's, you can't really control. There's a lot of things in life you can't control, right? And overall, 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 and a big, a big thing that, you can't control is just how you respond to everything, right? Yeah. So, okay, everything happens for a reason. I talk a lot about like, uh, really, I don't come up with it. Like Ryan Holiday, well, Ryan Holiday didn't come up with it either, but um, he got it from like the Stoic Marcus Aurelius, a more yeah. a more which means a love for fate. So everything happens to you for a reason, like no matter what. A more So. No matter what happens, like if there's a traffic jam, and the first instinct you want to do is just get super pissed off and start flicking people off and like, oh, I'm late for this. Now I'm not going to get there on time. Like, well, okay, good. It's actually like a good thing that happened. Like that happened for a reason. Like because you never know. What if there wasn't that? What I'm just saying. Like what if there wasn't a traffic jam? You were on your phone for a second, and all of a sudden someone you know, rear-ended, you know, you, you ended up getting to a kind car like crash. A drunk, dri- drunk it, driver or something. Yeah. yeah. That exact spot where the accident was, but you were backed up a mile back, so you missed them. Exactly. Yeah. So it happens yeah. for a reason. So to your, to answer your insight, question. Man. Very good insight. It's basically saying, like, dude, no matter what happens, as long as you get a hundred, as long as you give 100% effort, bad things will happen mm-hmm. because you can't control everything. It's impossible. But um, just understand that it happens for a reason. You know what I mean? So like, mm-hmm. hey, you zero out for a month, making you you, know, you make no money. Listen, maybe that propels you to end up doing 
a freaking kick-ass next month and now yeah. you, you now you made a stellar paycheck and now and now you're rolling mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i mean that's just how i think of things you know yeah the um i always love like growing up i was always the friend of people where like i would talk i love talking to their parents and like when i knew the dad or the mom were in business or they own their own business i'm thinking of my my friend steve uh specifically still friends with him or if I see Steve, it's all love, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't talk to him like on the daily or certainly monthly, but when he's in town, actually, he's back in town. He's a CPA. Nice. Um, awesome dude. Just an awesome guy. Him and I were very close in high school, but nonetheless, his dad and at college, we actually went to John Carroll together, but his dad and his mom, I want to say the mom's majority owner, though. She's like 51 just because of minority, um, like business owned or women owned businesses. You have different tax credits, this and that. So I want to say she's the majority owner, but nonetheless, the parents are in business as engineers of oh god they do different stuff they do like chrome coating for wheels for rims on wheels and i guess like the chinese are after this like specific <laughs> chem- like this their makeup of it because it's like lasts longer than anything else out there sure he's developed like the fins that go on missiles for the government he's also worked on something that goes in the wings of planes like on boeing's very intelligent guy every time i at- i would talk to him this was his advice Dominic, the harder I work, the luckier I get. Mm. That's it. That's po- you know that's posted up at uh, in um, at Medina in our wrestling room. Really, the harder I work, the luckier I get. Yeah, I, I swear to God, I'll take a picture and show it to you. Yeah, please do. I want to yeah. see that. Yeah, yeah. I want to. Yeah, I want to see that. That's all he ever said to me. Mr. Rose, how's things going? What? What? How's business? How's Mrs. Yada, yada. You guys been traveling? Dominic, we're blessed. The harder I work, son, the luckier I get. That's all he would ever say. He never talked it's about chilling. money. Never talked about. You know, he wasn't some like. Joe Rogan or David Goggins or Heshagafi type mentality. He's just down like the harder I work, the luckier I get. Yeah. You know, I uh, I was given this book. Nina, my girlfriend, gave me a, a an early birth or an early Christmas gift the other night, and it was a Joe Rogan book that she found. And she knows I love listening to Rogan, so she got me this book that she found on Amazon. And I was just sifting through it, and it's very short. And one of his quotes, because like at the top of the chapter, there's a quote on each of them. And don't, it's not 100% accurate, but it said something like, there's a, I question life every single day and what the hell it is we're even doing here and what life even is. That's a Joe Rogan quote? Yeah. And I'll, I'll send it to you later so you see exactly what it is. And then he sends something along, and I'm like paraphrasing, he says something along the lines of, but in all of that, I've come to realize that the better I am to the human beings that I interact with on a day-to-day basis, the, the nicer the universe is to me. Mm-hmm. So I take those two things and I'm like, damn, those are kind of like my mantras moving forward and like what it was this year. Like there's a lot of uncontrollable things in life, in business, in relationship, just in everything to know that, okay, if I just work harder and I put in you know, energy towards the right actions and the right things, there will be an outcome that is produced from that. Yeah, and like typically a boomerang in the direction, effect, right? You know what I mean. And as well as the better I am to people around me, and just the people of this earth, whether they're good to me or not, that's outside of it. Again, the uncontrollable. You can't control what somebody responds or how it is they act towards you, mm-hmm. or if they even go with you in business. Um, the nicer the universe is to you, right? So I, those that, those are just my two mottos moving forward. Honestly, man, for twenty twenty two, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm gonna, the harder I work, the luckier I get, and the better I am to people around me, the nicer the universe is to me. It's such a yeah. I mean, simple, simple yet super powerful. Very powerful. Like very powerful. It's very true though. The more the the being just a good, genuine human being, mm-hmm. and going if you're even able to help one person out a day, mm-hmm. just one person, like 
that's going to have some kind of boomerang boomerang effect where it's going to end up hit, coming back to you as like, you know, mm-hmm. just some really like something nice that ends up happening to you. You know, mm-hmm. I just think if you're an asshole all day, like, dude, no wonder like mm-hmm. you're a you're a jerk to everybody. Like, don't don't deserve. yeah, don't expect the world and universe to be good to you. Yeah, you know. But yeah. I'm excited for 2022. I think there's a lot yeah. of there's going to be a lot of challenges. There's going to be a lot of opportunities. But dude, we're three years into this now. Mm-hmm. You know, like we know we. I, I feel like we know what we need to do. Know what we need to do. Don't know everything don't as know far everything. as product knowledge or just understanding of the business. There's always things to learn there. So don't take it as you know, Chris and I think. Oh, we got this thing covered. As far as what it is we need to do. Right with the with the actions, what it has to be done when you're in the office, even outside of the office, how available you have to be, what phone calls you need to pick up at what times if it's really even necessary. That's another thing too. Is just like I think learning my boundaries. You know, where like when I first started, I, if somebody called me at midnight, I think I actually would like I said, oh, I'm 24 seven. I would pick up the call and talk to them. Where it's now like, no, I know like okay, I want to compartmentalize things, and after X amount of time, like even at nine o'clock on a Thursday night, it's not, nothing's going to change. I'm here in this moment now with family or with my girlfriend, with, you know, whatever, with my sisters or just reading. Let me let me compartmentalize so that I have this time for myself so that when I wake up early in the morning, I'm able to attack that day fully with that energy because I wasn't spreading myself so thin across the day before. Yeah. You know, so it's it's, lear- it's learning that stuff, too. It's just it, it, it has been an awesome growing experience in this industry. And, Chris, honestly, the one thing that I really, really love about our job is I think it's so... Um, I think it really does like there's like an osmosis of it where it just so like in sync flows with life as far as, you know, you could say, okay, well, I know the things I have to do in business to yield a specific result. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can go then and apply that to relationships. You can go and apply that towards fitness. You can go and apply that towards your diet. You can go and apply that towards anything in life. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's a hobby that you have, right? It's those specific disciplines and, and also like employing a sense of faith where it's like, okay, I put out my pre-approvals. I can't control if they make an offer, if it's accepted, just as I can't control if somebody cuts me off in traffic, what's my response going to be to that? I can't control if I have a, to an extent, if I have a month where I do 10 loans and a month where I do two loans, mm-hmm. right? To an extent, what's my response to that? And I love how you said that, like, I'm, you're, you, and I definitely see that in you. So people who heard that, that is for sure, Chris, mm-hmm. where you keep that even temperament where you might be like, man, F this situation, this and that. But then like a second later, you're laughing with somebody, somebody about something. Yeah. You know, you just like shake it off and like, don't let it really. Yeah. You know. I try not to let it rattle my cage. That's right. That's right. And I think that's good advice moving forward too, man. Is in anything, just let the stuff slip off and kind of ebb and flow with what's thrown your way because adversity is a good thing too. I mean, I'm sure you could attest to the fact that adversity has shaped you oh, into, a, into the man you are today and the certain things that you've gone through, maybe even as a kid, are why it is you are the way you are today and uh, in a good spot, you know? Very Freudian of you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's the psychology in me coming out. It was so funny. I was thinking about that yesterday when I was driving um, home from the gym. And I was thinking about how, to me, it's so interesting and why I love getting to know people, but then also getting to know how people were when they were younger, like asking about how they came up, what, you know, how they were, like what kind of adversities they faced with them and their family. You know, once I get to know them a little bit more and can ask those intimate conversations, it's so interesting to be like, and I don't say this to them, but to know in my head, like, oh, damn, you went through that. That's how you were as a kid. This is why you are the way you are now, you know? Mm -hmm. So that was the one thing that, uh, one of the concepts and everything and the studies that really stuck out to me in psychology was like how everything is so 
it's co you know it's commingling in that aspect I, and i see it in myself yeah how i respond to certain things the same exact way i did when i was that fourth grader you know and you try to work on those things and see why very. I mean, and so Robert Greene talks a lot about the the insecurities that you have kind of stick with you throughout your entire life, but you just kind of, you compartmentalize it, right? You just kind of put it away. Mm -hmm. But there are instances where they can come out, like when you like have to give a speech or something, like a lot of people have. There's two, there's two ways you could go about it. You could think of yourself as like, hey, I'm a, you know, I'm a badass. You know, I've, I've done all of this stuff in my life. And there's no way this could rattle me. I'm talking to a, front, a bunch of a front of, uh, uh, in front of a bunch of people, and I'm gonna be super confident going into this. Well, then there's the other side of you that's like the insecure child that got you know pushed off the monkey bars when they were like in you know first grade or something, and everyone was making fun of you or whatever. That, that didn't happen to me, but I'm just saying. <laughs> but um, and then all of a sudden you just start freezing up. You know what I mean? Because now you're insecure mm. and, and going into that, and then you know obviously brings in it, you have anxiety. And now you're not thinking straight and stuff. So, yeah, it's very interesting. Robert Greene is 48 Laws of Power, right? 48 Laws of Power. Uh, Book that you reference a lot. Um, laws of Human Nature. He did uh, the 50th Law, 33 Strategies of War. He's the guy that wrote seduction. the book with um, um, with 50 Cent, right? 50 the rapper? Cent. Oh, yeah. Dude. Okay. He lived with him. He, he spent like a whole year with 50 Cent. And, really? And What's his real name again? Um, I forget exactly. Curtis. Curtis. Is it Jackson or something? I don't know. I think it's Curtis. TV? I'm looking it up right now. Curtis, Curtis Jackson. I think it is Curtis Jackson. Curtis James Jackson. Yeah. Okay. What's crazy okay. is he, he lived with him for a year. Is he the guy who lived with Goggins then and do, did the seal? No, who no. Who wrote that book? No, that that making is, a seal or living, uh, with living with a seal by um, living with a seal by Jesse Itzler, the okay. owner of Marquee Jet and um, okay. owner of Marquee Jet and the the coconut water company. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I can't yeah. tell you the name, but I I could see it. Yeah, the coconut water and, and the husband of. This uh, owner of the Spanx, um, what's her name? Sarah. I have no clue what you're saying. Yeah, the owner. You know the owner. Who's the owner of Spanx? Spanx. What's Spanx? Like the clothing. Right? Yeah. Clothing. Oh, okay, okay. Um, ah, dude, that's gonna kill me. Sarah Blakely. Sarah Blakely. Yeah, okay, Sarah Blakely. Go. Yeah. Stevie, thank you. Yeah, Stevie. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. No, they. So wrote, he lived with. Okay, so he lived with Fifty Cent for a year. Dude, Fifty Cent got shot in the chest like nine times. Mm-hmm. And lives. Yeah, he's got a crazy story. Dude, he got shot nine times. And then he was backstabbed by, like, all of his friends. Like, when he tried to come back and, like, establish himself back in the streets and everything, everybody turned on him. Mm -hmm. Like, nobody wanted to do business with 50 Cent. So he had to literally, after, like, getting very, very wounded, wanted to come back to his, like, you know, his, his roots and everything, and no one helped him out. And he had to build himself back up and make a reputation back for himself. Mm. Like that's insane, and the whole the, the whole fifty like fiftieth law is ha has to do with overcoming adversity and everything. But to such an extent, it's just like I can't even wrap my head around it. It's crazy. It's, it's such a good book. Yeah, it's amazing. Wow. So the whole year he lived with him was just immersed in everything about him. What he, he does. got. He was dude. I think the so only time fiftieth law because of him is that like the, 50 yeah 50, 50 yeah yeah okay. yeah so. The only times I don't think that he was with 50 Cent was when he was probably sleeping, um, showering mm -hmm. on the toilet. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think he was literally with him like the entire time. It was a great book, though. That honestly. interesting. It's a very good book. That is interesting. No, we don't have it in here. No. It would stand out. I mean, 40, 49 Laws of Power or 
48. Huh? 48 Laws of Power. I mean, it's a big book, isn't it? It's thick, yeah. Yeah, it's thick. I did, get, I did reach my goal, though. Getting, uh, I did three books every, or what did I do? Like a book every 10 days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was the most recent one that you wrapped up? The most recent one that I wrapped up was, well. It would have been just after DeJulius. Mm, maybe two after DeJulius. Oh, Lee Kemp's. Yeah, Lee Kemp's. It was a good book. It Very was, good book. yeah, it was good. It was it's short. short. It's one where, like, dude, you're sitting on the john, you just pull it out and read two of them. Mm-hmm. You know, or you wake up in the morning, you're having your coffee, it's next to the coffee pot, you read one. It takes literally 45 seconds to a minute to read one chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was awesome. I thought it was awesome. And he's a cool dude. He, uh, I, like, posted something on Facebook just about a chapter that, like, smacked me in the face one oh, day. Oh, yeah. He, he reached out to Yeah, yeah and then, and then that same day, like, he got, Hash got on the phone with him. Ty was then talking to him because Ty won the Lee Kemp uh, Award when he was at Aurora at Wrestling. At his county, yeah. Yeah, for his, yeah, that's right. So, awesome guy. Awesome guy. I'd love to have him on one day. Dude. You know, once we go virtual, we'll figure out how to get a TV. And virtual. <laughs> yeah, that'd yeah. be we'll pretty cool. It. That's That's going to happen down in that room. So. Damn, yeah. Um, yeah. No, right, what am I reading right now? I'm reading a lot of German right now, honestly, so it's taken up a lot of my time. So I haven't been yeah. able to read any, like, anything that I want to read right now. So, so talk about that a little bit as we wrap up here. You have made the commitment to yourself to invest X amount of dollars per month into personal growth, and that has spanned across what? You've, you've, you've said... Um, the German tutor, mm-hmm. you're doing the CrossFit. So you have health and just like something to expand your brain a little bit. But I think, and why I want to bring that up and what I want you to comment on is I think that's, first of all, very admirable, but I also think it's necessary. And I think people need to take note of that. And it's not just, you're not just saying, oh, let me pour everything into mortgages in this business. You recognize that though this is not directly a mortgage related thing, you learning learning German, maybe it does help you because it's just helping broaden who it is you are as a person, but also giving you further discipline to commit to something, to invest back into yourself, which is making you more of a wholesome, rounded person that might be more appealing to somebody. Maybe you connect with somebody in general. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know? if anything, it has to do with, uh, um, I don't know, La- language to me is very interesting. Mm-hmm. And if my fiance Samantha's watching this, she's gonna roll her eyes because I just, this, I talk about like, I really don't talk a lot of business when I'm home. I like talking about like, I like talking about language. Like as soon as I'm done with German, I'm gonna go into Spanish, mm-hmm. and then I'll probably go, I, like we'll see what goes on from there. But um, but languages is cool. Like la- learning language is cool because if I were to say the table or in German der Tisch, right? Well, if there's an instance where I see a table, I'm thinking of two. Di- I'm thinking two different ways now. I'm thinking of der Tisch, meaning the table in German, and also the table in English. So I'm working. I'm thinking about twice as much than I would if I just spoke English. Mm. You know what I mean? So if I were to say something like literally anything, I'm going to have to think about it twice, you know, twice, once in a different language and then once in my mother tongue, like your mother tongue. Right. So I don't know. Like, I think it helps me just, I think it just makes you smarter. You know what I mean? Like not necessarily in the language, but it just like, there's the cultural aspect. There's, you know, being able to have that recognition of different of different words, different ways to do grammar and everything. Um, and then what's behind what's behind the commitment to? I didn't realize. I thought your posts, your stories, where you brought your. I thought the that was at Medina. Like I thought that? there was a CrossFit room there, and you were having the wrestlers do some of that for. Oh no, I'm doing you CrossFit. It. Yeah. Oh, That's dude, amazing. this okay. is tough. Because like, I did that from October bro. of 20. No, I'm sorry, October of 19 through I ended in June of this year just because of like an injury. 
But nonetheless, dude, it's, so it's tough. It is. Man. It's amazing though. It, it is, is amazing. What gym? What? Which one are you so going to? So it's a, um, Route 18 mm-hmm. in Medina. Route 18 CrossFit in Medina. And dude, it it starts my day off great though. It's intense. It's intense. It's, it's intense. intense. Like the first day I went was on a Saturday, and we did like ten. We did. 10 snatches, mm-hmm. right to 10 um, toe touches, mm-hmm. pull-up toe touches, mm-hmm. right to 10 burpees, and ten to 10 kettlebell swings, mm-hmm. to a, um, we had to do a 200-meter sprint 10 times. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, was, I couldn't move Sunday. And listen, <laughs> I wrestle, and I've wrestled all in college. I coach now. Still do. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah. damn, this yeah. is – but it's, it's awesome. It's great. It's I love it. But yeah. So what's behind that? Is it just like you're? Are you not looking to become Zach Buckeye out here? But no, I have no intention of is, competing. What, is it just something to push you more? Yeah, like I said at the beginning, it, uh, it's more so just to hold myself. Having a, another person, a party, hold me accountable for something um, of an aspect in my life that I think is very important. Like. Yeah. Fitness is very important. Eating healthy is very important. Reading is very important. Spirituality is very important. Meditating is very important. Um, a lot of people just, you know, they just want to do, like, you think about the average person, you wake up at seven or eight, you go to work, you come back, you know, your kids yell at you, you go to bed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. I think there's just a lot of different facets of life that you need to spend a lot of time and energy to. Mm-hmm. And, at the forefront is is fitness. Mm-hmm. I think you know just it, it, it's as easy as just like I don't know, just walking or like waking up early and go walk a mile or two with your dog. Yeah, you know something, what I mean? something, something, something. At least you want your heart rate to you know to to you you want to stress your body at least once a week is what they say, you know, or you don't want to stay you know stay similar to where you are right now as a, in a year ago, you know. Yeah. So. I don't know. It's it's really fun, at least. Uh, it, it all comes back to, and this is where we'll kind of wrap it up. I, there's there's a YouTube channel I've been listening to for some years now. It's VY, VY, VYBO, Visualize Yourself Beyond Ordinary. There's a lot of, and it's all visual stuff like, you know, yachts and mansions and, you know, the amazing life and this and that and cars and billionaires. But it's all voiceovers of, I mean, you have various people like Jim Rohn, um, you have, you know, Earl Nightingale, which was like the guy who, you know, who had this radio station back when like Napoleon Hill was alive mm-hmm. back in like after the depression, like, um, the twenties, thirties, you know, early forties, early 1900s. And, um, Jim Rohn was on the one video and I have to look it up. Tommy and I were watching, we were watching it on Saturday in the office in the morning. And I don't know if it was, if, if Rohn would be the quote of this, if Jim Rohn would, or if his mentor, he calls him Mr. Shof. And that's all he's ever called him. So I don't know exactly what he's talking about. But nonetheless, he says, if you work hard on your job, you'll earn a living. If you work hard on yourself, you'll earn a fortune. And that has stuck with me for, I heard that probably when I was early on in college. And that's where it triggered for me. Like, you can't just think, okay, if I go and work my nine to five, or if I go work my, you know, for us, it's like, you know, 7 a.m. essentially when you can answer your phone. Um, after the gym to could be nine o'clock at night, um, then I'll only be so successful. And yes, I will yield results in this, but what else will be lacking? So to me, it just lets me know that I have to make sure Matt Lubtack calls it your five dials. What are your five dials that you have to have in sync for your life to feel like you feel fulfilled and you feel like you're on top of things? And when one of those is lacking, you're going to feel that. 
and in other areas it'll leak into. So for me, I look at it as, okay, I can work hard on my job and I'll earn my living. And, I'll, and we have the opportunity to earn a damn good living here. But I want to work hard on myself because the fortune is not a monetary thing. That's not what he meant it. It could be at any income level, but the fortune is like what Bob Marley said, like what is true wealth? What is riches? Like money to me isn't riches. I have happiness. I have love. I have peace. I have joy. I have people around me that actually like me and that I like. So to me, like when Jim Rohn said that, that has always resonated with me. If you work hard at your job, you'll That's earn so a cool. living. <laughs> if you work hard on yourself, you'll earn a fortune. Yeah. That is, dude, that is it on top of those two mantras that I told you earlier. But that has stuck with me for so, so many years, and that's why I'm continuing in 2022. And, you know, you and I aren't big resolution guys. It's not like January 1, something changes. It's just continuing, implementing. Obviously, it's a good time tracker, I think, for like, okay, let me look back and in a year in review, and what am I going to do? What's it going to be like December, you know, 22nd of 2023 or 2022 when we're recording this? Uh, maybe we do another recap and just compare and see. That stuff's interesting. That'd be pretty cool. You know? So, yeah. hey, for everyone watching, thank you again. Thanks for following our journey. Mm. You know, Merry Dominic Christmas. and I are very grateful to be doing this. We That's love right. what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I said it to you from when we started, dude. I don't care if one per- person watches this. Mm-hmm. I don't care if a million people watch this. I'm just going to keep doing it because I love it. It's fun. I love doing it with you. And, Amen, dude. dude, we'll just keep it going, man. Amen. 2022, here we come. Amen. And Merry Christmas to you and Merry Christmas to all of our viewers. We appreciate every single one of you, just as Chris said. Uh, Also, please go out there, like, share, subscribe. Uh, Be sure to tune in every single Friday. We do drop on all streaming platforms at 10 a.m. And I just looked on Spotify now. You're allowed to leave five-star reviews. Yay. Yep. So anybody who has Spotify doesn't have to just be Apple. Go in there and drop a five-star if you like it, right? Don't need it. But at the end of the day, if you like it, share it, subscribe, hit the five stars. Yeah. Please don't rate it at all, <laughs> yeah. unless it's a five star. Yeah, yeah, just the five star. <laughs> if you That's don't like right. it, just just don't just That's don't right. listen. That's right. <laughs> hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Elevate Cleveland podcast. Dominic, wrap it up for us. As Chris stated at the beginning of this podcast, we are licensed loan originators for the best mortgage company in the land. That is Liberty Home Mortgage. Guys, if you or anybody you know is looking to purchase or refinance a home, doesn't doesn't matter if you've done this one, ten, or a hundred times. Call us, email us. The email is in the description below. Reach out to that email in the subject line. Put looking to purchase slash refinance a home, whatever it is your goal is. Chris and I will reach out to you within 24 hours, and we look forward to helping you with whatever it is your specific home goal is. Thank you. I guess as a final piece before we sign off, make sure you're not only working hard at your job, but work hard on yourself so that you can earn not just the living, but the fortune. So, Chris, Merry Christmas to you, to all our viewers. Merry Christmas. See you next year. Have a good night. Yeah.